What's up? What? I was trying to make my voice say what? What's up? I'm gonna get it. Kind of like Martin, you know, but like, you know. I don't really know what that monkey sound was, but it seemed pretty cool. What's up with y'all? I'm back. I'm back. Um, yeah, went very fast per usual. Weekend was cool. Lots of chores. Husband did lots of chores. Shout out to my husband. My husband's hurting right now because his football team lost. But it's going to be okay. He's still great. He's still winner in my sight. So there's that. Um, I didn't really do too much this weekend, y'all. I was trapped in consumerism. I saw a commercial while I was eating a snack and said, my brain said, buy that because you need it. And I am lost in this, this holiday consumerism spiral where I'm just buying crap I really don't need. I really don't. But I'm buying it. I'm going to continue buying it because for some reason my brain is saying you need to buy that because life will be better for you. So I don't know. We're going to see. But yeah, other than that, y'all, I really didn't do too much of nothing. Me and my husband really like did a lot of ripping and running this weekend. We didn't even sit down to formal dinner. We got Chipotle. Um, so yeah. This is the kind of weekend we had um, lots of rain and gloomy weather and just catching up on sleep, you know, the usual. But um, yeah, let's go ahead and hop into these football scores. It is weak. And I definitely lost my, I'm going to lose my fantasy football. I already know I'm, I got a couple of more players to play, but they're done. But the Cowboys beat the Seahawks 41 and 35. The Colts beat the Titans 31-28. The Falcons beat the Jets 13-8. The Lions beat the Saints 33-28. The Texans beat the Broncos 22-17. The Chargers beat the Patriots 6-0. How the mighty Patriots have fallen. Uh, The Cardinals beat the Steelers 24-10. The Dolphins beat the Commanders 45-15. The Buccaneers beat the Panthers 21-18. The 49ers beat the Eagles 42-19. The Rams beat the Browns 36-19. And my husband's team, the Packers, beat the Chiefs 27-19. A game in which he made me watch. And a game in which they lost. Sorry, love. Maybe next week. You know. Taylor Swift was there and she offered no help to the team at all she was there with her baying in the audience um let's see what else is going up on in the news residents of a mall home near a senior community in Ohio are frustrated with the rising costs from its new owner Freddie Mac Freddie Mac is raising prices for everybody I look at some of these houses on the market and it's just crazy how much they cost New Jersey police were sent on a wild caught on camera chase after a deer smashed into an elementary school. He was there. I don't know why I did that. It just sounded good. 
let's see what else we got um social media is fueling boycotts against mcdonald's and starbucks over the israel hamas war each company has sought to distance itself from the conflicts where pro-palestinian voices are speaking out against what they perceive as support for israel you'll know a lot of people said they i don't eat a drink or eat at starbucks so i hope i'm helping the cause during the hours you spend in bed every night, your sheets collect skin flakes and a sermon of body fluids and oils, dust, dust mites, and if you have a cat or dog, pet hair. Experts say, here's the tips for getting rid of the gunk. Wash them. Wash them. Alaskan Airlines agrees to acquire its rival Hawaiian Airlines in a deal valued at $1.9 billion. Jay-Z will be 54 tonight. A lot of people are pointing out that he is almost 30 years older than his young bride, Beyonce. They still together, though. They is still together. 49ers linebacker Dre Greenlaw was thrown out Sunday's game against Philadelphia after being called for personal foul. A lot of people thrown out. I'm gonna not gonna mention the person on my husband's scene that got thrown out because he kind of forbid me to talk about any of that. But I will just not name names. But he know what I'm talking about. Um, let's see what else we got here, y'all. LeBron and the Houston's coach kind of had an exchange for words. Pretty much, LeBron was like the dude was calling people bees. And LeBron was like, you shouldn't throw that word around so loosely. And then the coach was like, called LeBron a soft ASS boy. And then the coach got ejected, as he should. You're a coach. You're supposed to be above that, sir. And this man is the same man that cheated on me along. So there's that. A veterinary prescribes COVID-19 drug for mystery dog illness. It's kind of a death sentence if we don't. These dogs is fading away. Their little respiratory illnesses. <clears throat> Derek Chauvin was stabbed 22 times and he survived. So there you go. He's got another chance to renew his life. Let's see what else we got. I watched a couple of movies. I watched The Silent Scene. That was a decent movie on Netflix. And then I watched that movie May, December about that lady, Mary Kay Letourneau and the young guy she married and had a baby with and went to prison. The movie on Netflix was interesting. It was just kind of like somebody was doing an interview. Natalie Portman was in there and, um, she was doing an interview and interviewing them and she was going to play her in a movie and they're just showing how weird and creepy their life was and the boy was pretty miserable because he was so young and his kids were going to college and he's all like very young and he's got kids in college and his wife was pretty much still treating him like a child and needless to say uh they split up but then she did die in 2020 of cancer at 58 so kind of gotta wonder was something wrong with her brain or something like you know you never know Deion sanders and tracy edmonds call it quits after more than four a decade together four years engaged 
Dion was not getting married again. He razzle-dazzled Tracy. He probably spoiled her a little bit, but Dion just, he don't seem like he's settling down. And his ex-wife was at a lot of them games. I'm just saying. Um, let's see what else we got. Could be a lot of repetitive stuff. Says some of these reddits are raunchy, and I'm like, Mama, I know, but it's not me, it's not me, it's them. You guys are writing too many raunchy things, and my mom is, you know, and, and it's my brain. My brain sees something so outlandish, and I'm like, These people have to hear how crazy these people are, but yeah. So, here's the first question, man, what is something that your wife, girlfriend dislikes about herself that you actually find attractive? That's a safe topic mom she's always complaining about her but i think it's amazing though my wife has a white streak in her hair from a birthmark she hates it it was the thing that made me stare at her the day we met last week was the 29th anniversary of our first date her hair growing gray her ears stick out she covers them with her hair but i think they're adorable her stretch marks and extra skin from weight loss. Some of the larger marks are red, but they look cool to me. Like she fought someone or something, and the extra skin makes her extra soft. Like the parts of the extra skin are some of my favorites. It's so soft. Isn't that what every woman would wish y'all think? But it's like it's still unbelievable to, to, to believe that that y'all just love stretch marks and loose skin. To all the men out there answering, go tell your lovely woman whatever you just said to us here and kiss her deeply after you finish these words. Yes, because why save it? Don't, why waste it on our, us? <clears throat> What's something you wish you knew about sex before you had sex? Sex has an aroma. <laughs> Some does for sure. Lube isn't just for old people. If at night decide if you're spending the night together or leaving when you're done. Just because the sex is good doesn't mean they care about you. I need to focus on them and not myself. Having sex with someone that you care about and and cares about you feels way better than one night stand. The people are not always honest about having tested negative for SCDs and you should not take their word for it before you have sex. Very good. 
and true. Some of these questions are just unfathomable. That's why I just, I get stuck. Because it's like, what the heck? Some of these people. And yes, a lot of them are stuck on sex. I try not to read too many sex questions, but sometimes this all this place is filled with. What is something you would do if you knew you could get away with it with zero consequences? Maybe I was a rat on myself. I'm going to see what y'all saying. Tell people what I really think of them. And you can do that. Expose government secrets. You'd have to actually know them first. Have my favorite Indian restaurant cook every dish on the menu and let me have them. Have them. Steal from billionaires. Would it be stealing or would it be like a Robin Hood? Because kind of they steal from us. A lot of stealing is going on here. Rob banks non-violently until I have enough money to never work again and live very comfortably. What things do women do that chase men away? Passive aggressive, won't make a decision, but the man's decision is always wrong. Not practicing what they preach and doing that rules for the them and not others. Not being direct when they act like everything they know, including their own thoughts and opinions or common knowledge just recently signed up for dating apps and after looking at a bunch of bios I have to say that obnoxious draws me away remarks about how sarcastic they are or how they expect to be entertained are things that automatically cause me to swipe left wanting to hook up but finding every excuse not to then wondering why you lose interest and moved on orbiters and what they mean by that is like having dudes that are on your bench ladies the men that you haven't got rid of but they're just lingering what's the hardest thing about being a modern day man Clearly, I'm in the ass men section. Nobody truly appreciates us, and we do things when we do things right, but when we do things wrong, it all rains down. Women expect us to care about their problems, issues, feelings, etc. Yes, so many women are generally dismissive of men when we talk about ours. In short, there's a lot of rules for thee, but not for me, and not practicing what they preach, and so on. Feels like I'm hated everywhere. A lot of modern women just talk about how they hate men or have specific preferences that are impossible to compare. You're basically expected to act as a machine and be very good at it. No emotions give good, very results. 
with her. Let's see what the women are talking about. What do you do after a horrible day of work? If I was to have a bad day at work, I would totally take a bath when I got home and do something that I really liked. And then probably have ice cream. First, I try to make sure none of my clothing gets caught on any door handles or on the way to the house. <laughs> that would send me over the edge. Secondly, just starting to strip away everything in the washroom. Thirdly, get in the shower. Lastly, let it out. Let the tears flow. Melt on my chair, staring mindlessly at the this nothingness. On my way home, I stop for a treat. Then I got home, bring to my bathroom, music, shower, and then scream. I broke up with my girlfriend because she didn't let me see her phone. What are your thoughts? I think that's when you want to go through people's phone it's a big trust issue and that's great if you have somebody that lets you see your phone like I have my husband's passcode and vice versa but I don't go through his phone because it just that's not the kind of relationship you want to live it's just it's not it's, it seems great and you should be able to you should have that passcode they should give it to you willingly but you want to live your life having to go through people's phone it's just not even and then if you are and if the person knows it they're gonna hide stuff from you anyway so it's just stupid somebody says i'm going i'm against going into phones of each other's but since she thought it was okay for her to go through yours she should have no problem with you going through hers Somebody said it's dumb to break up over something like that, but considering she asked first and then freaked out, but you asked him to do the same thing, Garin, so I guess she went through his phone first. Do you believe social media is damaging the way men and women interact with each other? Absolutely. People behind keyboards get a little more bolder than they normally would. And they say some crazy stuff. Somebody say yes, but I also think it's changing the way everybody interacts regardless of gender. The thing with a lot of manosphere stuff you brought up, that's where there's always been people who thought those things and now they're just saying them. Yeah. Somebody says, I don't personally buy into all the demonization of social media. Social media is a connector like the web or the telephone. It's a platform for expression like the stage of television without the studio melting. People have always thought this way. People have always been influenced by others around them. And people have always shared their lives. These are things that social media is doing and they will always exist. Kids always got bullied. Women always got harassed. People always follow bad influences. It's society in a box true but like i said you get a lot of trolls that get really tough when they get behind that computer all right y'all let's get into these story times are the big seven medical conditions that if you have them you automatically meet the medical requirements for disability benefits the first three are having a heart liver or kidney transplant If you've had one of these, you meet the medical requirements for disability for one year after the date of the procedure. Next up is if you've had a cochlear implant. 
After the procedure, you qualify for disability benefits for one year. Next up is a lung transplant. After the transplant, you qualify for disability benefits for three years. If you are on dialysis, you meet the medical requirements for disability benefits. And finally, if you have been in a coma for over one month, you automatically meet the requirements for disability. Of course, there are still non-medical requirements for disability that you're going to have to meet. And if you like learning about disability, follow my channel. There you go. So if you have any of those things, get on, get on down to them, them people. Let them know what's up. mother of sons I get where she's saying and I try to teach my sons to like you know it's okay to pay and stuff like that but you do have to be careful because some of these little girls they be trying to get over and so I get it but you know that mama was through with y'all the men in state I mean some of these young men don't have these kind of jobs but I also believe if you don't have the money to date then you should not be dating and that goes both ways so so social media caused me to get a divorce. I'm like, that's dumb. That's a mistake. Let me explain. I'm the queen 
of knowing that social media isn't real. And I also strongly believe in comparison is the thief of joy. But I am also fairly intuitive and I can I can pick up on some things. And so when I can tell people are genuinely happy with each other, that's something I pick up on. And there's a lot of times where I can tell that couples that are together here on social media are not happy at all. And that's always pretty awkward, but that, that's that's where that's a story for another time but I have been wrestling with my own feelings of uncertainty and unhappiness for a while I was actually I hate telling people this but like I had thoughts on my wedding day and I thought that was just super normal and I was in the haze of being a new mom um I we got pregnant very early in our relationship on purpose which again another story for another day but you know being a new mom had two kids two young kids and I was just in survival mode so I really didn't have a lot of time to think about me or what I wanted or what I was feeling I was just in kind of like autopilot and I think that's probably why if you go back on my page you'll see any videos of me talking about my husband where like I make us out to be like the happiest couple ever which we're not unhappy there is actually not a lot of tea here there's not a lot of like jealousy or animosity or a big story or anything that was wrong it just also wasn't right and one of the big things that made me come to terms with the fact that things weren't right because I had been wrestling again with these feelings for a while it got really intense in the past year where I was just like sitting there trying to like really process these emotions process these feelings and figure out what that means for me because being a family unit was really important to me but when I saw all of these couples on social media who like you know girls who were so happy to show off their husbands and happy to show off the relationship that they had it started to become more and more apparent to me that I did not feel the same time I would try to do the same or act the same it felt very forced to me and I really had to start coming to terms with the fact like okay maybe this really wasn't for me and then through like therapy to address my people pleasing tendencies and you know all kinds of other things I have really sorry there's like a police car creeping by really creeping by they all kind of started when I decided I needed to go to therapy because of my people-pleasing tendencies, which you're probably like, okay, that's such an... No, it's like, it was really, really hardcore, where I simply did not know who I was or what I wanted because I was so concerned about everyone else. And so through therapy, I, you know, my therapist, one of the first things she said is like, there is no way you would know who you are because you've spent your whole entire life trying to be what you think you need to be for everyone else and I think that played a huge part in why I got married because like I I really wasn't thinking about myself I was like I was just on again on autopilot like doing all the things going through the motions trying to be the perfect person for somebody else and so yeah uh at the end of the day I finally kind of snapped out of that and realized that I maybe didn't get it right I think some of us think we know everything in our early 20s and some of us do and some of you guys get it right the first time and I sadly just did not and I won't say it's okay because we have kids involved and that obviously makes us just like very tragic and sad but I've spent so long again dealing with those emotions dealing with those feelings and now I am just ready to let it out let it be free and let it be open and this is not a video I really wanted to make I'm not trying to like act like I'm so excited about this but I feel like I can't be authentic in my content because I'm constantly trying to tiptoe around the subject that like my life is gonna look different soon it looks different now and I don't know I just I felt like I had to do this I think it's also important to do things like this because again 
finding other girls who went through this and felt like this before I was ready helped me again come to that point of knowing I'm going to be okay if I have to do this too and that it's okay to you know not let only let myself find happiness but let my soon to be ex find it too he is still one of the most wonderful people I've ever met and any woman is going to be so lucky to be with him um so again like don't think you're gonna find like a good story here there is there's nothing but where I'm at uh if anyone else is feeling the same way you are not alone and go to therapy that that shit really does help and you are allowed to be your own person you're allowed to figure out what you want you're allowed to want things that maybe someone can't provide for you and instead of manipulating a person in a relationship to be everything that you want them to be you have to find the person that's meant for you (laughs) all i have today this was like so incredibly awkward and so like abruptly ended but love you guys so much and goodbye i would say i don't think social media broke you up but i don't think you were ready to be married because if you saw glaring differences of how people live their life on social media and then you had to compare to your real marriage i don't think that your marriage was secure you didn't know but it's good you're gonna end a divorce because the next time you shouldn't be easily swayed because images and things we see on social media of people's marriages is not like that in real life i'm really desperate to go back but i've said it from the start i won't really go on so i won't model again until naomi campbell was exposed as a human trafficker oh whoa whoa mm. naomi campbell was a human trafficker yeah yeah, what do you mean? yeah. Well, first of all, her ex-partner helped to build, um, I think it's called Little St. James, Little St. James, the, uh, the island of Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Uh, and she helps to bring, uh, in my personal opinion, and I've seen it, and from story and research, she's just like helps to massively bring in women from like the Eastern blocks and stuff in here for human trafficking. To do what? And any, ask anyone, anyone you've ever met who's met Naomi Campbell and say, what's her energy like? They'll say, bro, it's dark energy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. She's, Are she's... Have uh, No, no, I've not met her personally, no. So, to, 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 wait, 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 wait. We just touched something deep already. Mm. So, you're saying Naomi Campbell traffics people, children, children mm-hmm. to the island, Epstein's, Epstein Island, and Sons. beyond, and other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> how deep do you want to go? We're going fucking deeper. She old. We have to. Okay. Um. I'm not saying that it's not true, but she was hanging out with Epstein a lot and. We'll just never know, but I'm not I'm not saying he's wrong all the way on that. If you don't like mess, this video probably not for you. So I get to work late because I had a dentist appointment. So once I get to work, I go downstairs and one of the managers comes to me like they want to see you upstairs in the conference room. So I go upstairs. I get in there. It's a duty manager. It's an operations manager, another duty manager, and they both. I walk in there and sit down like, what's up? Because mind you, I don't like this fucking place and I hate all of these people. So what the fuck do y'all want? They're like, you know why you in here? I'm like, no. They're like, you sure you don't know why you in here? And I'm like, no. Now at this time, I'm being genuine. I'm not being delusional on purpose. Yeah. Plus, I like directness. That whole beating around the bush shit, gushing game, I'm not doing it. He like, you sure you don't know why you in here? I just turned around like, is this jail? Like, I don't know what I'm in here for. Like, what do y'all want to talk about and hurry up? This man starts throwing pens in a cup. And I'm confused. He like, you sure you don't know why you in here? I'm like, I said no. 
Every pin he throw, he keep asking me, you sure you don't know why you in here? And I'm like, no. I said no the first three times. Are you going to be an adult and tell me what you're talking about? Or are we going to continue to play this game? I don't have time for this. He keep throwing these pins. And as he throwing them, he keep asking me, like, do you know why you in here? He's getting more upset. And now I'm entertained. So I blatantly laugh at him. And I was like, I don't know anything unless I'm told. Now, by this time, I done figured out why I'm in here. But you ain't telling me nothing. And you're a grown-ass adult. Use your fucking words. Are you a four-year-old? Now I done pissed him off even more because he's sitting there and I'm like, no clue, big dog. Don't know what you're talking about. What's up? Are you going to use your words? <laughs> he's like, a video was sent to us and you're making videos about work. So? Now because I'm not going to admit to nothing, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. This man pulls up an old ass TikTok video. Y'all know when they was throwing pins in a cup as a challenge and you would say shit and be like, okay, whatever. I made one of those, but I intentionally made sure that I didn't have on no company logos. I didn't set nothing that was specific to this place. Didn't use no verbiage, no names, no none of that. I just had on a pair of blank jogging pants and a t-shirt with a jacket. So according to my legal eyeballs, this is all speculation and whoever sent you this is trying to stir up some shit but it's okay because i'm gonna be sure like huh? now what he fucks up and says is that yeah this video was sent to us sent to you hmm taking mental notes say what this video was sent to us and blah 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 and i'm like okay and he's like in this video you said that you were gonna call your supervisor a bitch and i'm like okay did any of my supervisors get called a bitch then this one operations manager is talking about she wouldn't dare my nigga, you will be first. You don't even fucking know me for real. I continue and I say, I'm trying to figure out why y'all upset and nobody in here is a supervisor. Y'all worried about shit that don't even apply to you. That pissed them off even more. So then this meeting continues and I really just turned into some Juju and his homeboy type of shit with every question they asked me because I just realized how fucking slow they Now the crazy part is this man tried to threaten me. He's like, you said in your video that you were going to take shots on your lunch. How would you like it if I drug tested you? I said, I'll piss in a cup in this room right now. Where is fucked his whole head up? Because you really thought you was going to get off with that. I don't smoke, and the people in this room know that, so they should have told you that before I came in here, because now you're trying to threaten me, it's not going. He's sitting there like, wait, what do you mean? I said, I can piss in a cup for you right now. Why wait? Where's the cup? Go get it. He goes on and on, because he's just trying to pull out shit to scare me. You're not scaring me. He's like, we have a social media policy, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, you can't even prove that I was talking about this place. Piss him off. Again, so then he pulls up this sheet of paper, he's waving around this sheet of paper like, we got a social media policy, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm just like, you got a social media policy. At the bare minimum, you didn't even read that bitch out loud. You didn't give it to me. You didn't ask me to sign it to say that I agree to it moving forward. And also, more importantly, you never gave me a synopsis of what's on there. So you still can't hold me accountable for that shit, even if I leave out of here today and make another video right fucking now. Chess, my checker. So this meeting was nothing but a scare tactic for them trying to talk shit. It didn't scare me at all, but now I'm like, I'm finna find out who sent you this video. So I go downstairs. So basically, she, one of her coworkers that was hating on her, sent the video. But y'all be, if I see my coworker have any access to my social media, immediately blocked. I don't want you to know nothing about my personal life. And I don't know why y'all feel so comfortable, like, letting y'all, because these people don't hate on me. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> oh, my God.
This is the story of Marietta Matthews, aged 26, a beautiful and smart girl who had a bright future ahead of her, and Tamiko Merriwether, a loving and caring mother who dedicated her life to helping others, who were both murdered by the boyfriend of Marietta. They were killed by Nathan Rashad James, a 24-year-old man who had a history of mental illness and violence. Marietta Matthews was born on June 6, 1994, in Dallas, Texas. She was the daughter of Tamiko Merriwether, a nurse, and Michael Matthews, a businessman. She had two brothers, Michael Jr. and Marcus, who were both younger than her. Marietta was a bright and beautiful girl who loved music, dancing, and fashion. She graduated from Skyline High School in 2012, where she was a popular and outgoing student. She was involved in many extracurricular activities and also excelled academically and received several awards and scholarships. She attended the University of North Texas, where she majored in business administration. She wanted to start her own fashion line and become an entrepreneur. She graduated from college in 2016 with honors. Marietta's mother Tamiko was born on March 3, 1965, in Atlanta, Georgia. She moved to Dallas with her family when she was a child. She was a kind and compassionate person who always helped others in need. She became a registered nurse and worked at the Parkland Hospital for over 20 years. She specialized in neonatal care and saved many lives of premature babies. She was a devoted mother who raised her three children with love and care. She was also a devout Christian who attended the New Life Fellowship Church. Marietta and Tamiko had a close and loving relationship. They shared many interests and hobbies. They often spent time together shopping, watching movies, or going to the spa. They also confided in each other about their personal issues and gave each other advice. Marietta met Nathan in 2019 through a mutual friend. They started dating soon after and moved in together in an apartment in Dallas. Nathan was born on July 7, 1996, in Houston, Texas. He was the son of Sandra James, a single mother who struggled with drug addiction and poverty. He had a troubled childhood and dropped out of school at an early age. He became involved in gangs and crime and had a history of domestic violence and drug abuse. He had several arrests and convictions for assault, robbery, and possession of firearm. Sad. So Sunday uh, morning, my daughter came to me. I was in my room now. I'm off on weekends, and usually on Sunday, I'm just chilling. We in the house, me and the kids. I don't let my kids play in the neighborhood. Um, I don't know anybody in the neighborhood until now. So one of my kids uh, got in some trouble with school. And so uh, she's restricted from doing a lot of things because of her behavior. All right. So she wakes up 1045. She comes to me. I'm going to say 11 o'clock. It was like 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock she comes to me. Hey, mommy, can I go in the backyard and play? Okay, yeah, you can go in the backyard and play. Who? My daughter comes down. A little bit after 11, maybe 11, 10, I don't know. She's like, Mommy, where's Sayer? She was like, the back door is open and she's not here. I said, she in the back of your plane? She said, no, she not. We go back there and this girl's nowhere to be found. So my oldest daughter and my second oldest daughter go in the neighborhood to look for her. She's nowhere in sight. So uh, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to give her a little bit more time. She don't come up, we're going we gonna to have some problems and I'm going to have to go out and look. So my youngest daughter, she wakes up, and um, I asked her, I was like, hey, that little girl that um, Sire plays with, 
I'm like, do you know where she live at? And she was like, yeah. So she took us over there. I go up. I had my other kids stand in the car. I knock on the door. The little girl answers the door. I said, hi. I said, um, have you seen Sire today? No. I said, she haven't come over your house? No. I said, so you haven't seen her none today? No. I said, okay. Well, if you see her, let her know I'm looking for her. Okay. So then I heard her mother say, who's at the door? But the little girl closed the door. And some says, mm-mm, something ain't right. Sire's in that house. So I knock on the door again. The little girl answers the door again. No parent is answering the door this child is. I said, hey, I'm going to speak to your mom. Your mother home? Yes. So her mother come like, oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Who are you? I said, my daughter Sayer plays with your daughter. And um, she's been missing since 11 a.m. this morning from the house. And I came over to see if she was here. And your daughter told me she wasn't. And so as I'm talking to her, Sayer pops up. And she was like, okay. You told her she wasn't here? So it was two little girls with the little girl to answer the door. She said, I told you yes. I said, I said no, you did not. And so um, she's asking the little girls. Then I tell her yes. The little girls was like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. So her mother pops her on the hand and said, oh, why would you lie to me like that? She was like, you know, when his door rings, your father get the notification through his phone. So it's going to be on camera. I said, mm. She said, when your father get home, you're going to be in trouble. He's going to whip your ass. That's what she said. So, I grabbed Sire up. I've never met this lady a day in my life. I only seen this little girl once at the school. Never met her. I snatched her up out of her house. You going to people? You don't even know these people. Bring your tail up out of here and let's go home. I get a call shortly after from the mother. And the mother's just like, oh, I want to let you know that Sire's a sweet girl. She didn't give me any problems. I'm a social worker. My uh, husband is a, a life insurance agent. She's fine over here. I don't know you. Okay, so it kind of registered to me. Something ain't right here. Part two. This little girl continues to lie. She got a problem on her hands. If your kid is already stinking out the house at 12, big problem. Seem like some counseling needs to be had because something something ain't sounding right about this that your daughter felt like she got a lot of you but i ain't gonna lie to y'all i'll be back tomorrow y'all like that all right y'all have a safe blessed week i pray that y'all don't get none of these little codes and stuff that's running out around here just stay safe y'all peace